Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm Joan Biskupic, legal analyst at CNN covering the Supreme Court. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, January 21st. A decision from the Supreme Court Wednesday gave the January 6th House Committee a huge victory in its investigation, access to presidential records from the Trump White House. For the committee, the document dump has already begun. But the court sidestepped a key, highly debated legal issue. How does executive privilege apply to a former president? First, the Supreme Court let more than 700 pages of records be transferred to the committee. The move effectively moots former President Donald Trump's pending appeal in the case that centered on keeping the documents secret. Remember, Trump's argument to keep these documents secret from the beginning has been tied to executive privilege. That is, his White House documents deserve confidentiality. The documents in question were being held by the National Archives, which inherited them when Trump left office, as they do with every president. A source close to the panel tells CNN the January 6th committee has received, quote, hundreds of documents from the archives. The documents include activity logs, schedules, speech notes, and handwritten notes from Meadows, all paperwork that could reveal what went on inside the West Wing on January 6th, 2021. The Biden White House supported releasing the records after determining the disclosure was in the nation's best interest, and it declined to assert executive privilege. Committee Chair Benny Thompson and the Vice Chair Liz Cheney said in a statement Wednesday, the court's action is, quote, a victory for the rule of law and American democracy. Here was committee member Zoe Lofgren. It's a very big deal uh, for getting the truth out. And so uh, we're going to get these documents and we're going to go through them and help piece this picture together. Representatives for Trump have not responded to CNN inquiries about the Supreme Court's order. So we mentioned the court did a bit of a sidestep in this decision. So let me explain. The Supreme Court's decision was clear in that the committee can get the documents. The only justice who said publicly that he would have granted Trump's request to block the document handover was Clarence Thomas on the far right. But on the legal matter of executive privilege, the decision was narrow. The justices said the case raised important questions regarding when a former president may prevent the disclosure of records, when the current president has given the go-ahead. Trump's lawyers, when they tried to get the justices to take the case and buy time to delay the document's release, had argued that the case presented an important question that only the justices could resolve. But the high court said it could avoid that issue because of how the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit had ruled in the case. In its decision against Trump in early December, that lower court said it, quote, had no occasion to decide the broader executive privilege issue when it analyzed and rejected Trump's claims. The Supreme Court emphasized that part of the D.C. Circuit ruling. And at the same time, the justices narrowed the scope of the lower court's decision, brushing aside its references to Trump's status as a former president and the bigger clash between a former president and a sitting president. Therefore, 
the Supreme Court avoided establishing a larger precedent for executive privilege claims. All in all, it was a short, dry conclusion to a highly charged case. No fiery quotes from the justices. Here was Judge Patricia Millette from the D.C. Circuit hearing. We have one president at a time under our Constitution, and that the incumbent president has said, has made the judgment and is best positioned, and the Supreme Court has told us, um, to make that call as the interest of the executive branch. The D.C. Circuit had, in fact, said Trump's claims would have failed even if he were in office. Nevertheless, key to Trump's strategy has been delay. He wanted to run down the clock to next year after Republicans are expected to retake the House and end the committee's investigation. But the courts responded in a swift fashion. So the committee is receiving these documents. What are members up to now? Yesterday, in a letter, the House Select Committee asked former President Donald Trump's daughter and then-senior White House advisor Ivanka Trump to voluntarily cooperate with its investigation. The committee wants to learn more from Ivanka about her father's, quote, state of mind as the attack unfolded. Committee members also want to know if she was present for any calls Trump had when he discussed plans to obstruct or impede the election certification process. They definitely want more clarity regarding one call a former VP aide testified about. Vice President Mike Pence's national security advisor at the time, Keith Kellogg, testified that Ivanka was present for the end of a call her father had with Pence on the morning of January 6th. Kellogg's account is important because he was with Trump in the White House when the riot was happening. Stephanie Grisham, a former Trump White House aide who also spoke to the committee, gave more insight as to why the committee wants to talk to Ivanka. I can say that Ivanka was oftentimes the voice of reason. I don't know that day what exactly happened with her, what her role was, but I believe she probably went in there and tried to tell him to to stop. Um, And the fact that he didn't listen just shows how uh, passionate he was about the people who were, in his mind, fighting for him at the Capitol. A spokesperson for the former president's daughter told CNN Thursday in a statement that Ivanka learned about the committee's letter Her spokesperson quoted Ivanka's public remarks from that day, quote, any security breach or disrespect to our law enforcement is unacceptable. The violence must stop immediately. Please be peaceful. If the committee gets her cooperation, it'll be a major step for the panel, which is closing in on the former president's inner circle. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Joan Biskupic, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Chris DeBow and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.